What is going on? Thank you so much for joining the J Makwapa podcast. This is the fuel to your faith and the death to your doubts. I hope you enjoy this message. Let's get into it. Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining me one more time at the Jamakopa podcast. I'm so excited that you were here. For everyone who keeps uh, tuning in every week, I want to give you guys an extra massive yes. And I want to make sure, I also make sure that I welcome the people who are here for the first time. If you're listening for the first time, a way that we give blessings on this podcast is we give you an extra massive yes. Now, every week, I just make sure that I give specific extra mercies to people who have um, let people know about the podcast who posted about the podcast that i have seen guys the main thing is that i you must tag me in some way for me to see that you have shared about the podcast otherwise i just i just don't see it but here comes the extra mercies for the week there is offense blessing makato here comes your extra mercy you shared on Instagram and on Twitter, and for that you get an extra mercy. I appreciate oh, you. Yes. That was on two platforms. Clap hands for Kala Lelo. Also, we're gonna uh, just give an extra mercy to Lelo Legama. Here is your extra mercy. Then Tando Mtetwa. I don't know if you're related to Kaya. But it doesn't matter. Here comes your extra mercy. And then Milano Magutwa. Here comes your extra mercy. Uh, and I just want to also say for um, last week, I pronounced someone's name so wrong. And that is Nsuku Masiya. That's how you say it, right? I said Nsuku Masai. <laughs> I appreciate. Uh, no, I apologize for that mispronunciation of your name. But I just want to say I appreciate you. And I, I want you guys to also know Milano Magutra. He's the guy who gave me the idea about the live that we had oh, yes. on my birthday on Tuesday. Guys, I want to say thank you to everyone who said thank, uh, who said happy birthday on my birthday. Everyone who showed love, I appreciate you guys. It means a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm having some ideas. I'll let you guys know. We spoke about some ideas uh, on the Tuesday. And we're going to see how we're going to sort of put it together for the Extra Immersive Club. We need to make sure that the Extra Immersive Club is actually something, okay? So... Uh, the extra immersive club is going to give you access to some stuff i'm working on it and i'm thinking about it but extra immersive club is going to is going to be a thing okay but otherwise guys thank you so much for tuning in we're going to get into the message today which i'm so excited about um and you know i i really want us to to be thinking about how god wants us to live a holistic life and god's message to us is not just a message that is supposed to be about certain days how some people can think about a sunday and say god wants to move on sunday or god wants to move on these days my prayer days and things no god wants to move on every day of your life and this is why as a believer you must live an inspired life i get tired of hearing of believers who say oh i had another day or it was just another day oh it was nothing special is going on in my life maybe one day know that you are completely missing the point god wants to use the those days and that is the message of 
the title of the sermon and of the podcast for today is it's called another normal day another normal day so many of us we go through days and we say ah oh, it was just another normal day you think maybe yesterday ah oh, it was just another normal day just another normal week but if we are aware of what the bible is saying which we're going to go through today what god's word says is that it's that the normal days are sometimes the most exciting days the normal days are the places and the spaces where god wants to move the most but before we get into it i'm gonna pray keep your eyes and your spiritual eyes and your heart open as we're about to get into this but let's pray so god would move in this podcast let us pray father god i come before you i thank you so much for everyone who's listening i pray for myself also god that i would be able to uh, just share this message clearly uh, that people will be blessed and people will be ministered to today in the mighty name of jesus i pray and we all said amen amen i'd like us to go to the book of luke chapter 17 we're going to read from verse 20 to 30 so the title of the message is another normal day another normal day luke chapter 17 verse 20 to 30 it says being asked by the pharisees when the kingdom of god would come he answered them the kingdom of god is not coming in ways that can be observed nor will they say look here it is or there for behold the kingdom of god is in the is in the midst of you and he said to the disciples the days are coming when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man and you will not see it. And they will say to you, look there or look here. Do not go and follow them. For as the lightning flashes and, the, and it lights up the sky from one side to another, so will the Son of Man be on, so will the Son of Man be in his day. Uh, but first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. But as it is, but as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting, and building. But on the day Lot went from Sodom, Fire and sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed them all. So it will be on the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, uh, people were asking, the Pharisees were asking Jesus, when is the, uh, the kingdom of God going to be revealed? It says, when, when will the kingdom of God come? Or, or another way of saying, when is God going to move? When is God going to shake things up? When is God going to do a wonderful thing that we're going to see? Hey, this is God. And Jesus basically breaks it down and says, guys, it's not going to be on some special day. The day that God moves, it's just going to be like any other normal day. It's going to be another normal day. It's just like on the days of of Noah, where people were marrying, people were being given to marry, people were eating, people were drinking. Says In the days of Lot, people were drinking, buying, selling, planting. It was just another normal day. And that was the day that that God moved. That was the day that God revealed himself and God showed his power through his servants or in a community. God revealed himself on just another normal day. What does that say about your normal days? When you say you're going through a normal day, everything is just normal. There's nothing inspiring happening. Hey, 
Could that not be a day where God wants to move? Could that not be a day where God wants to use your life? Could that not be a day not just God wants to use you, but he wants to do something in your life? Come on, guys. On normal days are the days where God wants to move the most. Another normal day. Think about it. If you say... For instance, maybe there's a, a lady who wants to dress up very beautifully. Now, if she decides to dress up on a special night and she dresses up, she looks beautiful on a special night. Guess what? Everyone will see her beautiful on that wonderful special night where everyone is dressed up. But we will forget about how she is dressed. Now, imagine a woman dresses up to her best and goes to work. You see, at work, everyone is dressed normal. The situation at work, everything is normal. But when she comes in and brings something that is out of the ordinary in a normal situation, you will remember that more. So understand that God moves in powerful ways when the situation is just normal so that what he does will be clearly seen. Sometimes we think God is going to move the most at a conference and we prepare, hey, here comes this time where God's going to move. It's going to be this wonderful time. And we, we think that the movement of God is going to be at a specific time. It's not going to be on a normal time. But the Bible reveals to us here that, hey, it's going to be on the normal days when everything is just going normally. But we have to be prepared to, to um, actually live our lives in normal days. And this is the, how we are going to be going through this message. How must you be living on the normal days? If God wants to move on a normal day, and if he wants to move in a way that you're not going to be expecting, it means you need to be living a life in a certain way, being prepared for the movement of God, even though it doesn't feel special, even though what's happening in your life doesn't seem like it's going to be something wonderful. But how do you live your life um, in the midst of the normal day, in the midst of something that looks unspecial in the midst of a life that maybe looks insignificant how must you live in order that god would still use the normal days for great glory come on guys i believe this is wonderful um i remember a time when i used to live in a house that had a yard i don't i live in an apartment now but there was grass there was there was a a grass patch on the outside yeah? So I would cut the grass uh, normally. And I remember there was a time when I wasn't cutting the grass, right? I wasn't cutting the grass outside. And I would come to the house. I would leave the house. And when I come back to the house, I see the grass is long. But I would look at my neighbor, my neighbor, and I would see that my neighbor's grass is also is worse, actually, than mine. So I was like, ah, my grass is fine, so it's fine. So then I would just, so, so days would go on. Like my, my house was starting to look like a, like a, a jungle, right? So, so it's, it, but my grass is bad, but it's not as bad as my neighbor, right? And then I remember there was one day I came home and my neighbor cut their grass. <laughs> and mine looked so bad because the whole time I was comparing my grass to my neighbor's grass and I, I realized something about that and I want you to catch something about that is this we must make sure that we are not in the kingdom of comparison God didn't call you to be in the kingdom of comparison. God called you to be in the kingdom of God. But what a lot of people are doing is we are comparing our lives to others and we're seeing, hey, 
is my life the way God wants it to be? And we say, well, at least I'm not doing what other people are doing. At least you're not doing living how that person is living. or You're not speaking how that person is speaking. And then you say that your life is good based on the lifestyle of other people. God didn't call you to judge your righteousness by the standards of others and say that you are good with God. You are living the right life because you are better than others. You aren't doing what other people are doing. God called called you to live in the kingdom of God where your standard is Christ. You must be comparing yourself to Jesus and not to the lives of other people. And that is such a dangerous trap that we find ourselves in. People can, You can find yourself in the trap of being in the kingdom of comparison where you think that you are good. You say, hey, at least I'm not doing this. But how does your life look when you compare it to Jesus? How does your life compare when look when you compare it to the life of Christ. And we will all agree that if you are comparing your life to the life of Christ, that you have some work to do. Don't compare yourself to the people around you because they have their own work to do. They have their own challenges. They have their own mistakes. And if you're going to compare yourself to them and say, hey, at least I'm better than them, you can be, you are, you are comparing yourself to the wrong standard. And you can think that you are fine in the life that you are living and in the standards that you're living by. But God called you to compare yourself to Christ and not to the people around you. The book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 to 2, it says, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. And it says, and walk in love as who? As Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. The Bible says that we must, you must compare yourself to Jesus. Don't be in a place where you are comparing yourself to others in your normal day. On just the other normal days when, when you are living your life and you say, hey, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go to church. Hey, at least I don't do those things. So at least you're a good person, right? You're comparing yourself to everyone else, but that's not how you're supposed to be living on the normal days. On the normal days, you're supposed to be making sure that Christ is the standard. Your eyes are on him. And you know what that does to you, that makes sure that you are always working on yourself. That makes sure that you're not going to be judgmental of other people because guess what? You have to be like Jesus and you are far from that. You are far from that standard. So you have work to do. And when you look at other people around you, you realize, guys, our standard is Christ. Our standard is not one another. We're not going to judge each other by each other, but we are going to make sure we are looking to Christ as our standard. That's what the book of Ephesians says. So on a normal day, remember that your standard is Jesus. Keep Jesus as the standard. Keep Christ as the standard. A lot of people say, hey, I'm not Jesus, so I can't do those things. But guess what? That is your standard. That is who you're supposed to be representing. That is who you're supposed to be imitating with all of your life. So stop saying, hey, I'm not Jesus. Hey, we're not Jesus. That is your standard. And guess what? That's what's going to keep you humble. So on a normal day, make sure that the standard of your life, the standard of your words, the standard of how you are going to be pursuing everything ahead of you is Jesus. Guys, I want to tell you guys a story, uh, 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 just speaking about how on a normal day, how, how we have to prepare ourselves for God, because God is going to move in days and in times when you don't think it's the right time, when you don't think it's a special moment, when you don't think it's a wonderful time where God can move. He'll move in the most awkward times in order to reveal his glory. There was a time when uh, a friend, uh, actually not a friend, there was someone who was in church uh, that I was um, uh, pastoring. Uh, 
and they told me uh, in another city, they said, hey, I've moved to another city and I live in this place. And when, whenever you're in this city, hey, can you come visit me? There's another, another young guy. So I was like, hey, man, I'll, I'll visit you. No worries. Um, so I went to the flat. I went to the flat where he was at. He told me it was this flat. He told me it's this flat number. Okay. Um, so I went to the flat, got there. I told him we agreed on a time that I'm going to be there at this time. Cool. I get to the flat. I get to his room. Knock on the door. So I'm there. I'm knocking. I'm knocking. I'm knocking. I'm knocking. Go, go, go. Hello. Hey, are you here? Go, go, go. I'm trying to call him. He's not answering the phone. All right, then. So maybe I'm not going to meet him then. So I leave. I, I begin to walk out. Um, uh, as I'm walking out, uh, I hear his voice. And he's like, Man of God. <laughs> so I remember, I'm like, hey. So I'm like, the guy, the young guy that I was supposed to be meeting, he's in the room. Like, I was like, okay, what is going on anyway? So I turn around, go back to him, get back into uh, the flat where he was at, sit down with him, and I'm talking with him, talking with him about life and things. And then he begins to laugh, right? He begins to laugh. And he's like, hey, you know, Pastor Jay, <laughs> I know uh, life. So I'm like, what, what, what are you, why are you laughing? You know, man. And, and actually, what was going on? Because I was knocking on the door. I was knocking on the door. Were you sleeping? Like, were you listening to music? And he's just like laughing and he's laughing. And he says, you know what? Now, he was sitting down in his, in his room and he was just like living his life, doing his thing. But he said, he said, when I knocked on the door, he remembered that I was coming over. Now, for some reason, he, uh, he had forgotten that I or it slipped his mind that uh, I was coming over. So he's sitting down and he says when he heard the knock on the door, all of a sudden he began to realize that his room is a mess. <laughs> he began to realize when I knocked on the door, like, yo, this place is a mess. So he told me that as I was knocking, he was just keeping quiet and he was putting things in its place. He was making sure he was sweeping. He was hiding things and making sure that the place looks good. And then eventually when he got the room in a right state, in the right place, then he opened the door and he said, Hey, man of God, I'm here. I'm here. You can come in now. <laughs> but you know what I want to, to bring to you about that story is that with this young man, with this amazing young guy who I know, um, he was in his flat. Now, when he was in his flat, it was all about him. The flat was just about how he wanted to keep it. It was all about his life, all about that. But when I knocked on the door, the purpose of the flat changed. Now, catch this. The purpose of the flat changed. It was no longer just about him, but now it was about someone else. Now, because the flat was now supposed to be used for someone else, he realized that things have to change in the flat. It can't be used the same way it was used when it was just about him, when it was just about how he feels, when it was just about his comfort. Now it was about something bigger than him and he had had to realize, hey, these things need to be changed. I want you to know that when you begin to see the purpose of your life is more than just about you, when the purpose of your life comes to a point, when, when you 
come to a point where you realize the purpose of your life is not just about you, then you're going to start to see things that need to change. You're going to start to see things that need to be removed, things that you need to add, things you need to clean up. Because when your life is just about you, then you do things how you want to do them at your own time, at your own pace. But when you realize that the purpose of your life is bigger than you, the purpose of your life is bigger than just your opinions, your preferences, but your, the purpose of your life is supposed to bless other people, then you're going to make changes. You're going to make changes. So I want us to, to, to read this voice, this, this verse really quickly, where I was the one who was knocking on the door, but Revelations chapter 3 verse 20 says, Behold, I stand on the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. Check that out. In your life, it's not me knocking on the door. The fact is Jesus knocks on the door of your life. God knocks on the door of your life and he says, open up. Now, if, if in the story I told you, I was coming into someone's flat, I was coming into someone's apartment and he had to clean everything just for me, a normal human. I am not perfect. I'm just like everyone else. But when Jesus comes into your life, how much change must you make? How much uh, renovations must you make? How much cleaning must you make? How much polishing must you do? Because Jesus is there. The purpose of your life is so much bigger now. You have to come to a point to realize, guys, even on the normal days, Jesus wants to be in your life. And you have to make changes to realize that, hey, if your life is going to be used by God, then a lot of changes must happen. But also, guys, if you're going to receive the blessing that's going to come with God, if you're gonna, your life is going to be open to the blessing that comes with God, you are going to have to make some changes. The book of Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12, the book of Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12, it says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but in its end, but it ends in the way of death. I want to read it again. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12, it says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. There are some things that will seem right to you, but it will end in death. Just because it seems right to you, it doesn't mean that it is the right thing. And that is just the thing that we have to keep in our minds on normal days. On normal days, when it seems like nothing special is going on, we have to remember that, hey, there are some things that may seem like they're okay, but they can end up in death. So what does it mean? It means we must keep our eyes on the fact that our purpose now what is our purpose the the main thing that you are called to the biggest calling over your life is not to where someone but it, it's not to but it's who it's not to it's who and the biggest calling that god is calling you to is to himself please understand that right now some people say what is your calling what is the calling over my life what is the calling over your life the biggest calling over your life is to God. God calls you to himself. That is the biggest calling. But the second thing is that you are called to let people know about God. So you are called to know God, but you're also called to make him known, to make him known. But remember the purpose of your life. When you catch the fact that the purpose of your life is not just about you, you're going to open your eyes and see, hey, there's a mess here. Have you guys ever experienced when you're in your house and everything is normal, but then when you hear you're getting a visitor, a visitor is coming over, all of a sudden you realize how dirty the house is. You realize you didn't wash the dishes. You realize you didn't sweep. Hey guys, that 
that's because the purpose of your house has changed. Now let's let the purpose of our lives change and let that open our eyes to the things that must change in us and about us. Come on, let's go to the book of um, Luke chapter 17, verse 20 to 21. We're speaking about normal days. This is how we must live on the normal days. You may think it's just another normal day, but you must be living a certain way on normal days because God says he wants to reveal his greatest works on normal days when it seems like nothing special is going on. Luke 17, verse 20 to 21. It says, being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered to them, he says, The kingdom of God is not coming in ways that can be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there, behold, the kingdom of God is in... Uh, um, or, people will not say, Look, here it is, or there, for behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. So what Jesus was bringing or, or what the Bible is sort of ex, uh, exposing here in this passage is that the people were asking God for something natural. They were saying we want to see something that is in the physical that's going to give us a confirmation of something that's going to be in the supernatural. They were focusing on the natural but they were not focused on the supernatural. Their minds were so focused on the natural and on physical things that they were completely missing the fact that God moves in the supernatural. They were thinking the kingdom of God. When they were saying uh, the Pharisees asked by, uh, when the kingdom of God would come, they were thinking of like a, a physical kingdom. They thought that, hey, Jesus is going to have a kingdom like David had or like Solomon had or like the Roman soldiers had. They thought that Jesus is bringing this natural kingdom. But Jesus was saying the kingdom of God is not this natural thing. It's not something that is going to be experienced in the natural dimension, but it's going to be experienced in the supernatural dimension. Now, you have to be careful that you are not trying to see God's movement by judging things by the natural. That's a, a, a trap that a lot of people fall into, where you try you judge God's movement by looking at the natural things. You say, hey, if God is with me, I want to see these things. You say, if God is with you, you must be seeing these changes. If God is with you, you must be seeing these differences in your life. If God is with you, you must be seeing these things. And this is what people were doing. How are we going to see it in the natural so that I know about the supernatural? But God was saying that that's not how you're going to see him move. And I want to encourage you today that some people get discouraged if you're getting discouraged by looking at the natural and thinking that the natural is what is is going to give you a sign that god is there that is just going to hurt you sometimes it's you're not going to um or I, sh I should say this you should not judge the supernatural by looking at the natural you should not judge the supernatural by looking at the natural. Even in when people speak about the last days when Jesus will come back, people, even, even in the coronavirus right now, people will say, hey, all of these things, you know, there's the coronavirus, there is a lockdown, and it means God is going to do something. But the Bible says, hey, don't judge what's happening in the natural uh, and say that, hey, this means 
a supernatural thing is going to happen. No, when we see things happening in the natural, the Bible is simply telling you that those are reminders of the times you are living in. Yes, we see war, we see rumors of wars, we see uh, diseases ha- happening around us, we see violence, we see all these, we see um, evil is rising up, we see all these bad things that are going on, but those are just signs to remind us that we are living in the last days or to remind us that, hey, we're living in a certain time but those are not announcements, right? Some people say want to use the natural things as announcements of the supernatural. But no, God says he's going to reveal his kingdom on normal days. It's not going to be like, hey, we see it coming. Hey, you see God's about to do something in your family. Hey, you see God's about to bring healing. Hey, you see God's about to help you grow in your purity, help you grow in your understanding of God's word. It's not something you're going to see coming, but... There are things that you will see as a reminder, hey, God is going to do something, but it's not an announcement, right? So I just want to encourage you with that to say, don't let um, what is happening in the natural make you be shaken in the supernatural. Understand that God is going to move when he moves and he's going to move, as it says in scripture, in a normal day. On, on a day when you think, hey, there's nothing special about this day. That is when, when people are getting married, when people are just eating, when people are building, when people are going to work, when people are just going to school on the normal days, that's when God wants to move. So again, we are speaking about then how must we live on these normal days? Because sometimes we are prepared for the special days, but we are not many times prepared for the normal day. But let's continue with this. Let's continue with this. So the book of Matthew um, chapter 16 verse 13 to 19 it says now when jesus came into the district of caesarea philippi he asked his disciples who do people say the son of man is and they said some say john the baptist some say elijah others say jeremiah or one of the prophets he said to them but who do you say that i am simon peter said you are the christ the son of the living god and uh, jesus answered him blessed are you simon simon bar jonah for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but my father who's in heaven and i tell you that you are peter and on this rock i'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it i will give you the keys of the heaven of heaven and whatever of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you ask on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose whatever you bind on earth sorry will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven jesus was giving peter a purpose of his life and saying peter you know who jesus is and now as as a believer right now you know that jesus is the son of god now once you understand that then you get a mission then you get a purpose and what is that to build the kingdom of god to begin to enhance the purposes of God on this earth. That is something over your life. That in normal days, guys, when you, are you in high school? You're supposed to be establishing God's kingdom in high school. Are you going, do you have a job in your workplace? You're supposed to be revealing the kingdom of God in your workplace. Hey, you have a family? You're, you're at home? You're supposed to be revealing the kingdom of God at that place. Wherever you find yourself, that is your, that is your place of work for the kingdom of God. Catch that. Whether you're a doctor, an accountant, a teacher, a student, wherever you find yourself, that is the place you're supposed to be building the kingdom of God. John chapter 15 verse 15, it says, No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all that I have heard 
for all that I've heard from the Father, I have made known to you. So this means that, hey, be close. Jesus says he doesn't want to just call you a servant. A servant is a bit far away. A servant is just like you, you tell a servant what to do and they do it. But a friend, you spend time with a friend. And this is what, how you are supposed to be living with God on your day to day. How do you speak to your friends? You, you wake up, you send them messages. You're in contact with your friends, right? Now, God says the way you have a friendship on earth, sort of have that Um, but greater with Jesus. Be in contact with Jesus. Make sure that you are speaking to Jesus. Make sure that you are thinking about Jesus in your normal day because when God moves on the normal day, you will know what God wants to do or you will be in the right place at the right time if you are in communication with God, if you are building your relationship with Jesus. But if your relationship with Jesus is not being built, then hey, you may miss out what God wants to do on the normal day. So please, guys, again, I want to remind you, are you having enough time in prayer? Are you having enough time reading God's word? Those are very important for your normal days. Guys, God wants to use the normal days. Please don't ever dis... Um, Uh, or ever look down on the normal days because those are the days where God wants to move powerfully. So I want to give you guys three steps and we're going to close this podcast. Three steps on normal day living. Normal day living that is going to be prepared for something that's not normal. Normal day living. Number one, you have to um, ask yourself what is important. What is important in your life? There was a story of a, a man, a family who was, who was in a house that uh, caught fire. Now the, the father got everybody out of the house and then he had one moment where he could go back into the house and get everything that was important to him. So what the father does is he runs back inside and the family is a bit worried because the father went back into the fire. The father runs into the house with all his might and, and there's a lot of dust, there's a lot of smoke, there's a lot of fire around him and flames and he goes and gets all the important things to him. He comes outside of the house and he stands in front of his family and the family says, what did you get? What did you get? And the father says, okay, I got my laptop. I got my cell phone and I got that other jacket, that other expensive jacket I bought last week and and I also got my favorite cheese. I got my favorite cheese. And then the wife looked at him and says, what else? And the the, the father looks and says, uh, that's all I got. And she says, my purse? Did you get my purse? And the father says, yeah, nah, he didn't. Because at that moment, the father only was thinking about the things that were important to him. I want to ask you in the normal days, what are the things that you are placing as important on in your normal day living? Are they things that are you are placing as important number one i also want to ask you about how you are spending your time your time is the most important thing in your life whether you're young you're old whatever time is so important and are you making time with god in your normal day living it's not just about having time in the morning or time at night it is throughout the day are you making time for god time to speak to god time to connect with him throughout the day i want us to read in luke chapter 17 verse 20 to 21 it says being asked by the pharisees when the kingdom of god would come he answered the kingdom of god is not coming in ways that can be observed nor will people say here it is or there for the kingdom of god is there is 
in our midst, but it needs to be revealed to us. It needs to be revealed to us. What God is doing needs to be revealed to you, but it is going to be revealed to you as you spend time with Him. If you're not spending time with Him, again, not just in the morning, not just at night, because some people have a morning time of prayer, night time of prayer. I'm saying praying and being in contact with God throughout the day. This is normal day living, that you would be prepared for what God will do in the normal day. Number two, um, what is important to you? Make sure that Christ is always going to be important to you. Time with God is important to you. Number two, I want to ask you, what is worth the sacrifice? I want to think about uh, Black Friday. You know on Black Friday, there's some people who stay up, they wake up early in the morning and some people will look at them and say, hey, you guys are crazy. Why would you wake up so early just so you can buy uh, food? But you know what? For those people, it's worth it. They are willing to sacrifice. I want to ask you on the normal days, what are you willing to sacrifice? On a normal average day, what are the things that you are willing to put aside so that you would be able to have something else you know you are you have to live the bible says that you must live as a living sacrifice and on the normal days are so important that we are able to sacrifice the the things that the world are trying is trying to sell to you the things that are going to make you live a compromised life the things that are going to make you say that hey you don't have to live on a high standard for god you have to say you're willing to put those things aside in order that you would be who god's calling you to be on the normal days it's not about waiting for special days it's about out the normal days where you say, hey, it's a normal day. It doesn't seem like anything special is going on, but you are still willing to sacrifice those wrong things and put things aside so that you would know God more. Number one, what is important to you? Number two, what are you willing to sacrifice? And number three, what is the prize? Matthew chapter 16 verse 26, it says, for what will it profit a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his soul? What shall a man get in return for his soul? What is the prize of your life? What do you call success? What is the thing that you are chasing when you wake up in the morning? What are you saying is going to be good? What, what are you chasing? You see, in the normal days, those three questions are so important. Ask yourself on normal days when it doesn't seem like anything is wonderful is happening, what is important to you? Is Christ and Christ using you important to you? Make sure that He is. And the time you are spending with God, spend it with Him, not just in the beginning of the day or the end of the day, throughout the day. May your day May your day be saturated and filled with God's presence. Number two, ask yourself. Whoa, I just forgot. I just forgot uh, the point. Look at that. I just forgot the point. Um, but number two, um, num number one is... Uh, yeah, what is important in your life, number two, is what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to put aside? What are you willing to sacrifice on a daily, on a daily, living as a, lay, as a living sacrifice on a daily? But number three is what is the prize? What is important to you? Guys, I want you to know that God is going to want to move on normal days. God's going to want to move on. It's just going to look like a normal day. Jesus said when people were saying, when is the kingdom of God going to come? When is God going to reveal himself? You may be saying, when is God going to reveal himself in your family? When is God going to build you up? When is God going to do great things in your life? It's not going to be on this special, wonderful day. God says in his word, it's going to be a time when everyone is relaxed, everyone is chilling. But guess what? It means that you have to live your life at a certain standard on the normal days. Don't treat normal days like they don't mean nothing. It is the normal days where God wants to move and do wonderful and powerful things. I want to say a prayer for you right now that your mind and your heart would be prepared to be used by God and be, a, and be prepared to also receive from God on the normal days. Let us say a prayer together. God, I come before you. I thank you for your love. I pray, God, 
God, that God, we would not underestimate the normal days, that we would be ready and prepared to hear from you. We would be ready and prepared to see you do great things on normal days. God, may we not say normal days mean nothing, but may we instead be focused and ready to see you do things when we maybe least expected it. May we not let the natural control how we see the supernatural, but may we instead be living our lives on point even in the normal days. And I pray, God, may we see great blessings from that. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and we all said amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Jay Mokopa podcast. I was just trying to keep it concise and trying to keep it... Uh, shorter than the other ones and uh, just so we can listen to it and keep our lives moving but guys thank you so much for tuning in god bless you god bless you god bless you whether you're listening on uh, instagram live youtube uh, apple podcasts uh, or wherever you're listening to this god bless you thank you so much for listening to the jay mokopa podcast i love you guys honestly guys i feel like you guys are the most amazing people the dms i get from you guys are amazing you guys are so kind so supportive i thank god for every single one of you um we're going to continue building the jay mokopa podcast it's cool things are going to be happening i'm getting some cool ideas from you guys and um yeah from you guys and from just ideas that i'm getting so but again guys thank you so much for listening to the jmo copper podcast have a great week uh please let people know about it send it share the links to your friends to your family um leave reviews again if it's on youtube please subscribe if it's on apple podcast please subscribe write reviews i need those that's what helps the the podcast grow and helps uh, me continue doing what i am doing guys so but other than that guys remember god wants to move on the normal days never underestimate them never underestimate them never say it was just another normal week or say i'm gonna have another normal week have your eyes open for what god wants to do in your life even though it seems like it is normal all right guys you're all amazing god bless you thank you for being a part of this podcast and a part of this journey uh take care again thank you for all the birthday messages thank you everyone who sent me a message i appreciate you everyone who was on the instagram live i appreciate you you guys are all lovely amazing people i had fun and uh we will maybe do that once again at another point but other than that yo it has been wonderful have a great week god bless you and take care thank you so much for listening to the jmo copper podcast please make sure you subscribe and leave a review and also share it with all your loved ones and even the haters. <laughs> okay, take care, guys.